So there's a whole nest of deep state criminals who are hiding within the United Nations behind their diplomatic immunity. Uh, they can't be arrested. They can't be interrogated. Their houses can't be searched. They can't even be taxed because they have diplomatic immunity by virtue of working at the United Nations. Uh, it's, a, it's an ideal hideout for deep state criminals who want to avoid accountability and want to avoid justice. And uh, there's a perfect example of this right now happening as I'm talking to you. Now, this is the top United Nations official dealing with human rights. And we just did an episode of Behind the Deep State exposing the U.N. fraud called human rights and how it's basically the exact opposite of uh, the American understanding of God-given rights. So go back and check that out. But I think this will really be the icing on the cake. You have this lady. Uh, her name is Michelle Bachelet. She was the uh, socialist president of Chile with the Socialist Party. And... She is now being investigated because we found out that she or her uh, presidential campaign in 2013 in Chile was taking giant bribe money from a network of communist subversives known as the Foro de Sao Paulo. We also did an episode of Behind the Deep State focusing in on the FSP. So I hope you'll go check that out, too. So what happened with this Bachelet was uh, her presidential campaign in 2013 needed money. And uh, the network of communist subversives had a lot of money. Uh, we found out from one of the companies involved in this network, it's called OAS, it's a civil engineering firm. Well, their leader, former leader, he's now been uh, prosecuted, convicted, and jailed. His name is Leo Pinedo, is how you would say it in Portuguese, Leo Pinedo in English. And uh, he admitted in a plea deal with Brazilian prosecutors that he had been ordered by former Brazilian President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva to send a massive amount of money that they had stolen from Brazilian taxpayers over to Michel Bachelet's presidential campaign. And so a little bit of this got a little bit of play in the news. Uh, the Associated Press, which is one of the worst fake news outlets ever, uh, did report uh, that Michel Bachelet was in trouble for this corruption. But all they said was, quote, that this was just a, quote, corruption case that stems from a nationwide investigation that has ensnared many of Brazil's top businessmen and politicians. Yeah, that would be nice if that were true. But unfortunately, it goes so much deeper than that. I mean, I mean it is true, right? They're all corrupt. They, they all got caught stealing money. Uh, Lula is now in prison where he belongs uh, for his role in this stealing of money. But, again, this problem goes so much deeper than just stealing money. If, if they were just stealing money, that would be bad enough. But, you know, we've, we've, we've gotten used to that in Latin America. Um, you know, I used to live in Brazil. I used to live in Mexico. And stealing money is what politicians do. I mean, the same thing happens in America. Uh, they just steal money all the time. But uh, what they were doing with this stolen money, aside from financing this lavish lifestyle with, uh, you know, luxury mansions and uh, planes and fancy cars and, and all the rest of it jetting around the world, uh, was they were financing communist and socialist revolution all across Latin America. And this is the real scandal, right? And the AP, not a word about this from the Associated Press or from any of the fake media that reported it. So just a little bit of background on the Foro de Sao Paulo for those who don't uh, remember or who didn't watch our episode on this. Um, Lula was one of the founders, the jailed former Brazilian president. He pretended to be a moderate. Obama loved the guy. My goodness, he called him the most popular politician in the world. Um, he was one of the co-founders, but other co-founders included Fidel Castro, the mass murdering butcher who enslaved Cuba with help from globalists in the United States. 
Uh, other founders included the Sandanistas in Nicaragua, the mass murdering butchers who enslaved Nicaragua with help from subversives, the Soviet Union, and so on. Uh, another founding organization was the uh, Fuerzas Armadas Revolucionarias de Colombia, the FARC, uh, the Marxist narco-terrorist group that has been terrorizing the people of Colombia for over 50 years now. To give you some sense of how insane these people are, uh, they, they specialize in trafficking cocaine to the United States, but they don't just traffic cocaine for the sake of trafficking cocaine. They use that money to fund their terror war against the people of Colombia. So, so bombings and, and shootings and kidnappings and just outright total terror of the people of Colombia. So these are the people who founded this communist network called the Foro de Sao Paulo. Uh, we know from their own documents, in fact, I have uh, one of their documents from 1997 saved on my computer. Uh, the goal of this network was to restore in Latin America what they lost in Eastern Europe, essentially communist slavery, communist totalitarianism. Right? And, and the Brazilian ex-president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, is right at the center of it. He's the one who ordered this uh, OAS company involved in this network to send money to Michel Bachelet's presidential campaign. Now, you know, all of that is serious enough. And so now this scandal has come out. Uh, we know that Bachelet's campaign was funded by the money stolen from these people. Other sources of money include, you know, the Venezuelan oil money. Hugo Chavez and Maduro have been very generous with the money they steal from the Venezuelan people through the oil sales to fund revolution across Latin America. We, of course, have the cocaine money out of the uh, FARC in Colombia. We have the, the money that was looted from Brazilian taxpayers. So what was happening, basically, the big contractors, the big government contractors, Odebrecht was one of them. Uh, OAS was another big one, the one that exposed the Bachelet here. But what they did was they formed kind of a cartel, and they worked with the government. So imagine, hypothetically, the, the government has a project for Petrobras, say, the, the state-owned oil company, that's going to cost a billion dollars. Well, the contractors would get together and say, we're going to charge the government $1.5 billion. We'll take the billion and we'll complete the project, obviously, uh, you know, in a, in a crummy fashion. And then we'll take that extra half a billion and we'll put some in your Swiss bank account. We'll put some in your bank account, some in yours. And then we'll send some to Michelle Bachelet so she can win the presidency in Chile. We'll send some over to uh, mass murdering Marxists in El Salvador so they can win their presidential election there. We'll send some over to the uh, Workers' Party candidates in Brazil, the Marxists that uh, Lula and uh, his hand-picked um, protege Dilma Rousseff, the communist terrorist who has since been removed in an impeachment, sends some to her campaign and on and on. Right. So they steal money from the people. They use it to fund uh, revolution and political campaigns of tyrants. And now you have Michel Bachelet right smack in the middle of it. And there's an investigation going on in Chile. They want her to come home for questioning. Um, and yet she says, well, hey, I have diplomatic immunity. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights. And you can't touch me. You can't search my house. You can't tax me. You can't ask me questions. There's, you, can't, you certainly can't jail me. You can do nothing to me, right? And, you know, this is not a mystery. Nobody should be surprised that Michel Bachelet is a communist involved in this corrupt network of communists. Uh, we've known this for a long time. She actually defected to the mass murdering dictatorship in East Germany. Just again, to give you some sense of how radical it is, people were risking their lives trying to get out of East Germany, right? They built that big wall to keep everybody in and they would machine gun anybody that would try to escape. Well, during all that, Michel Bachelet 
fled from Chile when conservatives took back over and prevented a communist revolution there and fled to East Germany and asked uh, you know, to be protected in communist East Germany. So she's an admirer of Fidel Castro. You know, None of this is a surprise. In fact, the New American reported this years ago, and yet the head of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, another socialist from Portugal who ran the Socialist International, the global network of Marxists and mass murderers trying to enslave humanity under, according to their own documents, a global government, a global socialist government, uh, appointed her as the High Commissioner of Human Rights. Now, fortunately, there is a counter-revolution sweeping across Latin America. The president of Brazil, uh, Jair Bolsonaro, who's cleaning out the communist criminals uh, in Brazil, actually just spoke at the UN General Assembly. He said the Sao Paulo Forum, this network, is a criminal organization created by Castro, Lula, Chavez, and all these others to implement socialism in Latin America. It's still alive and well, and it has to be fought. So this on, on maybe the most prominent international stage available. So very good. Uh, the U.S. government knows all about this, too. They've known about it for many years. Again, we've exposed this in the New American. But during the Obama administration, the tentacles of the deep state were all over the place supporting this subversive network in Colombia, in El Salvador, in uh, Brazil, right, in all these different countries, they were aiding and abetting. And of course, this goes beyond just the Obama administration, right? This goes right to the heart of the deep state. Uh, go back and watch our video on the Council on Foreign Relations if you have not yet. This is kind of like deep state central in the United States. And to show you who they are, I think it's interesting that a few years ago, their head of Latin American issues and studies, her name was Julia Swig. And uh, she was described by a U.S. counterintelligence official who was actually tracking communist Cuban spies in America as an agent of influence for the Cuban dictatorship in the United States. So that's the kind of people that cycle in and out of government. That's the kind of people involved in the deep state in the United States. The deep state in the United States has been and continues to support slavery in Latin America. And uh, Julia Swag is only the tip of the iceberg. Uh, fortunately, in Brazil, the Lava Jato investigation brought the House of Cards crumbling down. They all got busted. Hopefully, Bachelet will be next. Of course, she denies the charges. She's like, oh, I, I didn't have anything to do with all those bribes. I don't know anything about it, right? That's what she told uh, the TV station. She said, I never had any links with OAS or any of these other companies. Absolute baloney, right? Uh, even her own minions now are like, oh, okay, well, you know, she didn't know and, you know, all that. But, uh, you know, prominent lawmakers, investigators in Chile are not buying it. They're calling on her to step down from her position at the UN right away and come back to face justice in Chile. Uh, the, one of the presidential candidates down there, Jose Antonio Cast, is also demanding the same thing. She needs to come home. Uh, she needs to quit hiding behind diplomatic immunity. But guess what? This has been going on for a very long time. Uh, before Michelle Bachelet, we had over at the UN Food and Agriculture Organization, we had another minion from this Foro de Sao Paulo network. His name is Jose Graziano da Silva. He was uh, sent over there by Lula, again, the, the corrupt Brazilian Marxist president who's sitting in prison. And as the walls were closing in on Lula, this character, Graziano, was considering giving diplomatic immunity to Lula. He was going to hire him as a special advisor so that he could have diplomatic immunity and he could not be jailed. Uh, he also hired the wife of another head of state who was involved in this criminal network, uh, Garcia in Peru, who was the president there. Well, he was about to be arrested. The police surrounded his house and he killed himself to avoid facing justice. But his wife went over and uh, got diplomatic immunity from the Food and Agriculture Organization so that she could avoid facing the criminal charges that were filed against her. Uh, very, very serious criminal charges. Now, Graziano is gone. 
but the Food and Agriculture Organization remains under the control of communists. Uh, a communist Chinese agent, his name is Ku Dongyu, was uh, selected to lead this UN agency, and so he can cover up all the crimes of Graziano and the other criminals running around with UN diplomatic immunity. Another example, as if we needed more, we have Irina Bokova. We have spent quite a bit of time at the New American exposing her. She was running UNESCO, the UN's education agency. She was also a communist who was with the Bulgarian Communist Party, which slaughtered hundreds of thousands of people. Right, just to give you a sense of who the UN hires to, to run their agencies, who they give diplomatic immunity to. Well, she got herself into trouble also for corruption scandals. She was involved in all sorts of shady deals. We covered those at The New American. And when prosecutors started probing around, guess what? She got diplomatic immunity. She was hired for $1 to give advice to the management of UNESCO. Isn't that cute? Now she got herself diplomatic immunity. They can't search her luxury apartments in New York and Paris and London. They can't ask her questions. They can't tax her and on and on and on, right? So we have communist criminals all over the United Nations running around with diplomatic immunity, hiding from justice. Same thing with the UN peace troops, right? An estimated 60,000 of these people, uh, or, or an estimated 60,000 women and children have been raped by UN peace troops in the last 10 years, according to Hear Their Cries, a network of uh, former UN officials and attorneys fighting for justice, and yet none of them are sitting in prison, again, because the UN has diplomatic immunity. It's time to remove the deep state's immunity. If you have committed crimes, you should not be above the law. This uh, immunity was intended to protect people who are carrying out their duties and it was intended to protect them while in the line of duty so that a, you know, a government couldn't just arrest them for doing what they were supposed to do. Unless you want to say that you know, involvement in a criminal conspiracy to enslave Latin America and, and loot the public so you can fund communist revolution, unless you want to say that's part of the duties of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, it's time for Bachelet to quit hiding behind that immunity, come clean, go back to Chile, face the charges against you, and uh, face justice. Same thing with Irina Bokova. Same thing with Graziano, same thing with Garcia's wife, same thing with all these criminals who are hiding behind UN diplomatic immunity. It's enough of this. Uh, the deep state needs to be held accountable. Uh, it is not okay to commit crimes and then hide behind diplomatic immunity. It's time for this to end. I'm Alex Newman. You're watching Behind the Deep State. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for next week. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all those other good things. Thanks for watching and God bless.